Welcome to Spiritual Psychotherapy. My name is Mia, or officially Dr. Quinn Levin, and this podcast is all about gently letting go of those aspects of our identity that are in the way of us recognizing the truth of what we are, that being divine love. And I was inspired to call this podcast Spiritual Psychotherapy because I love the chapter in The Course in Miracles that's entitled Psychotherapy, Purpose, Process and Practice. And just to share a tiny bit about me, I've worked as a doctor for the last 30 years, 21 years of that was in general practice and then the last nine years was purely in psychotherapy and mindfulness and increasingly spirituality. And then just very recently I've left the medical field and moved into spiritual psychotherapy entirely. I've been on a spiritual journey, I guess, for most of my life, but particularly for the last decade. And around six years ago, I met Isaira, who's a very deeply enlightened being. And in 2017, while on retreat at Uluru with Isaira, I began awakening into light. And that journey of opening into love has continued since then. So in this episode, I'm going to be introducing a little bit about spiritual psychotherapy and then I had a lovely being join me for a live chat and ask a question. So there's a little bit of that too. So I just want to share a little bit more about spiritual psychotherapy and that beautiful chapter in The Course in Miracles. And really it's not psychotherapy at all. It's about witnessing the other as the truth of what they are, which is divine love, perfect, innocent, safe, whole, powerful, gentle. And as I learn more and more to hold others as the truth of what they are, in that absolute, the unconditional love of Christ's self, you could say, or or also the love that Isaira has continuously demonstrated to me, and I'll talk more about that later. But as I learn more and more to hold anyone that I'm with as that, it's also bringing me home. And so therefore in that, in the journey, there is really no therapist and client. We're all one. We're all learning we're all students learning how to rest more deeply into the light. And of course, along the way, when I'm with beings in a therapy role, things are uncovered. You know, we there are many blocks to the truth of what we are. And that's a beautiful quote from The Course in Miracles, is that it's really about removing the blocks to truth. And all those blocks are our egoic identity, our conditioning. And as we go through the process of opening honestly to our inner being, our heart, those blocks will be revealed and they will be 
perhaps sometimes emotions that we've kept suppressed or they'll be conditioned patterns of thought or behaviour that aren't serving us in the world. So it's a matter of just slowly, gently uncovering these blocks, you could say, and as we let them go, we get closer and closer to being able to rest into the light. And that journey, it needs to be a very kind, very patient, very compassionate journey because it's not easy. (laughs) You know, I've, well, really since I was very young, have been learning how to face myself. But as I increasingly approached um, the truth of what I am, you could say, it felt incredibly vulnerable and the ego wants to shy away. And even since I began truly awakening into the truth of what I am, which was in 2017, it's still been a journey and there are still layers of ego to slowly be shown and acknowledged and accepted and gently let go of. So it's not a journey for the faint-hearted and we need to be very gentle, very compassionate and very honest with ourselves. And that includes seeing our more challenging emotions, our fear, our pain, our feelings of worthlessness, inadequacy, all those things that we may prefer to not acknowledge. You know, most particularly we need to be patient and kind and gentle and loving when we're facing those aspects of ourselves. But you know, all of us, we have the, the courage, we have the power within us to, to make these changes, to slowly continue on this journey of awakening. And it is beautiful. It is a journey towards love. And you know, every step of the way when we're prepared to listen to our inner being and step towards vulnerability rather than away from it, we are supported. The universe, God, awareness, love, whatever you want to call it, it's there walking with us every step of the way. And if you'd like to hear a little bit more about my journey into the light and some of the things that I had to do in order to mm, enable myself to rest into that more, I've got a first podcast and it's called Into the Light with Mighty Companions and I'd love you to have a listen to that. When we listen to, I guess you could say, the how of another human and how they their journey of awakening began or, or continued, it's really helpful because it, it, shares, it sheds light on what we can do. So I'd love you to have a listen to that. And I also absolutely want to acknowledge Isaira. And Isaira is the most enlightened being I've ever had the privilege of spending time with. And she is unconditional love. And, you know, it is up to all of us to continue our own journey of awakening. No one else can do it for us. However, if we choose to spend time with and 
open ourselves to the teaching of other beings who are further along the track, it's incredibly valuable. And Isara has been, well, she's facilitated my journey into the light with utmost gentility and ongoing love. And it's why I have chosen to call my website Living Awareness WA. It's really in honour of her organisation and what she's done for me. And I'm a member of her team and, and all of us in that team are aiming to share the love that Isaira brings to the world. Even though the business is, um, I'm autonomous in that business and it's mine and of course I bring many influences including my years as a doctor and my love for the Course in Miracles as well. And I just want to mention here my lovely mum who's been a student of the Course in Miracles for many, many years and she used to always hand me quotes from the Course in Miracles and every time I read them I thought this is fantastic and finally a number of years ago I decided it was time that I started the Course in Miracles myself and I have found it to be of immeasurable beauty and value. And just to let you know the music at the beginning of both my podcasts, in fact, is the Ave Maria, and I chose that because it's one of my mum's favourite pieces in honour of her. So I want to let you all know how you can join this podcast because the aim is really to be enabling you to ask questions, and you're going to be able to do that by um, either just sending in a, a written question and you can do that through my website, which is called livingawarenesswa.com, or through my Facebook page, which is also Living Awareness WA. And so you can send in a question or an insight or something that you'd like to share. The other option is I'm going to have a limited number of um, short and um, very inexpensive 15-minute um, consults available where people can... Um, get on a Zoom call and ask me in person and that will be recorded. Um, again, if you're interested in that, you can contact me through my website, Living Awareness WA. And down the track, I may also have some group sessions where people can ask questions as a group and that will also be recorded. This podcast could involve a few different things, actually. I may sometimes have guest interviews or so we'll see what happens as the journey goes on. Like everything that we endeavour, as I am more and more, like everything that we hand over to God, you never really quite know where it's going to go. It's a matter of continuing to listen in. So I had a beautiful being who wanted to ask a live question. She'd had a very busy weekend and when she'd got to work on the Monday was feeling very um, unmotivated and was wondering about that. So I'll play that for you now. Yes. What do you think could be contributing to that sense of lack of motivation? No, I think I've had um, a lot going on recently, sort of over the weekend. Very busy, nice, but very busy. Mm -hmm. um, 
and it was my dad's birthday yesterday so that was kind of a, a difficult anniversary or day if you like yeah um so I think maybe it might just be my body and mind saying you're at capacity lady just slow it down yeah absolutely absolutely mm. see how easy it is when you're listening <laughs> <laughs> There's a tendency to um, when we feel grief or sadness or overwhelmed to want to push it down and just get going and not and then even more judge ourselves for the fact that we're not feeling motivated or not wanting to get on with work, you know. So what's the alternative to that? To that sort of suppressing it, not wanting to know about it, Yeah. Um, well, it, it, acknowledging um, that it's that it's there, that it's perfectly all right to be there, it just um, and kind of go alongside it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you can have a couple of days at work where you just get the basics done and you don't have to do everything, and you, that's okay. And then you yeah. aim to have a weekend next weekend that's much quieter. Yes, very much so. Yeah. The recording did go on from there, but I'll have to share that with you because there was unfortunately a lot of background interference, so I didn't get to to include it. But what she shared was beautiful in many ways, and it's something that I see very often, and that's that we want to ignore our painful emotion or as it was in this case, you know, a grief process and often get on with life and push ourselves and not enable a gentility or a nurturing that often a grief process may require or whatever other uh, processes we may be going through. And we tend to then judge our feeling of overwhelm or our feeling of not being motivated rather than tuning in and listening to and learning from it and you can see how very quickly when she tuned in how she came to yeah I need to be more nurturing and I need to allow this process and that's a beautiful way to be and that's how we heal with honesty and with gentility and compassion and even you know over the years all that time in general practice in the last nine years focusing as a GP doing psychotherapy I really recognize that our symptoms of say anxiety or depression they're there to teach us you know they're there to show us that we need to come more into alignment with our inner being and I've no doubt that as I go on in this podcast that that's going to be mm, demonstrated over and over again but I do just want to share the second part of that interview because it was beautiful and relevant to all of us and she was saying that she was doing a meditation on compassion self-compassion and thoughts kept coming up most particularly thoughts of you know a past memory of a time when you know we don't always behave the way we want to behave and she described a a circumstance with a, a friend I think where she there'd been a degree of conflict and she felt she could have perhaps behaved differently. And this is very much what happens as we 
do this journey um, into, you could say, awareness, so away from ego and into our heart or spirit, is that when we're meditating, because the ego is feeling threatened, it will try and hook us back in. And this is what resistance is. So often when we're first going into a meditation, particularly one that's on self-compassion, you know, a memory may come up that involves us wanting to judge ourselves for something. So we talked about um, the opportunity in that situation is, is to be very gentle, you know. Any memory that comes up at any time is, particularly if it's one of those ones that we want to judge ourselves for, the Course in Miracles would say hold it with true forgiveness. And it really means ultimately this is a dream, this experience that we are having is a dream and anything that we do here, you know, we are still really the truth of what we are is this divine love which is perfectly innocent and safe and always at one with God. So there's no need to judge whatever is that that happens. It's a bit like whatever happens in a dream, you know, we wake up and we don't judge ourselves if we did something wrong in a dream because we know it's a dream. Well, it's the same situation. And another way of looking at that, perhaps at a more uh, surface level but still really valuable, is to say that you know, whoever we were in that situation, we didn't know how to be anyone else. You know, we were a product of perhaps being hard on ourselves, perhaps a busy life, all our conditioned patterns. And so we were doing the best that we could. So there's never any point in judgment. There's a lot of point in gentle honesty and slowly understanding ourselves and she realised in that situation that what she needed to learn was in fact how to be more compassionate. And if she'd been more compassionate and gentle on herself at the time, that that probably wouldn't have happened. The other thing that we need to be compassionate with is the fact that these memories do tend to come up when we're sinking into meditation or trying to work on um, being more present and like I said, the ego will find ways of hooking us back in. And so it's just about being very loving towards those memories when they come, being loving towards the resistance in itself. And I have discovered for myself that if I'm finding my mind very active as I go into meditation, that it's in fact to be even more gentle, to go more slow, to accept the resistance and as I approach it with kindness and gentility, it softens and I'm usually able to deepen. So I'm very grateful for that beautiful sharing. And like I said, the way is open for all of you to send in a question or send in an insight or join me for a chat. And you know, we really are all one in this journey and anything that you are experiencing can also be helpful for others. So that concludes this first episode of Spiritual Psychotherapy. Because today was mainly an introduction, I didn't get to spend a lot of time on interview or questions, but that will happen in future episodes. I do individual psychotherapy, I also do small groups and workshops, and there's this podcast, and I would love you to check out my website, which is livingawarenesswa.com. 
and you can send in a question for the podcast if you'd like or book in a session that's up to you you can also find me on my facebook page which is living awareness wa please share this podcast with any friends and family or colleagues that may be interested much love to you all